If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That's me, you're you. We have the next three hours to uh, talk. It's coffee talk. Uh, it's dog's coffee. Um, sports talk, obviously. In the first hour on Fridays, though, we check in with Jan Wall, our film critic, and we bring in some uh, entertainment guests. Uh, we also will have <coughs> Warren Sapp uh, in the third hour. But uh, some breaking news, uh, and that is, uh, sorry to report that Tommy Lasorda has passed away at the age of uh, 93. Uh, Tommy had uh, been on my guest before a couple of times, and get a chance later, I'll tell you a funny story about Tommy Lasorda yelling at me on the phone uh, at one point. But... um, you know, this was a guy who said, I've only put on three uniforms in my life. Boy Scouts, the Army, and the Dodgers. He uh, goes on and on, fighting with the Philly fanatic. Uh, I bleed Dodger blue, and when I die, I'm going to go to the big Dodger in the sky. I mean, this guy is, even though he was with uh, Brooklyn uh, back in the day, uh, when he was on the Hill of Thrills, as he called it, this guy was... Uh, Embodiment of uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, there's no doubt. And much to my shock, ran in 1988 in that World Series championship that they won in their first. Uh, they just got, uh, of course, a couple months ago. He also was the uh, manager of the Olympic team. Remember the uh, Doug Mendkavich, if you'd like, uh, Olympic baseball team as well. So anyway, I'll tell you my Tommy Lasorda stories later. As I said, he's been on the show a couple times before. And one time he did kind of yell at me on the phone, which is a funny story. Rest in peace. Tommy Lasorda, we're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We're around the world on American Forces Radio Network, 500 outlets, 177 countries. You can see sportsbyline.com as we stream along. Rick Tittle with Jam Wall. Come on back. 
What do you want a daughter? What do you want a daughter? I have not a daughter. What is that? We could switch to progress in a daughter. Oh yeah. We could switch to progress on some. Okay. We could saw and have to buy some za. Oh yeah. Let's switch to progress at a daughter and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da da da. Quote da da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Well, uh, not that humble, apparently. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, uh, as I mentioned, uh, around the world on American Forces Radio Network, Terrestrial Radio, Extraterrestrial Radio with aliens, I guess. And in the first hour, we always take a little look in the entertainment world, and we do that with a very good friend, the uh, very famous film critic, Jan Wall. How are you doing, Jan? I'm all right, Rick. How are you doing? It's uh, been a rough three days here in 
here in our country, but uh, we all hang in. Uh, there's some movies I would really recommend right now that are relevant. Like one is called Seven Days in May with Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas. Really a movie that kind of talks about insurrection. And it's uh, there's a lot of them. I'm I'm going to do a whole class on insurrection in the movies. Because <laughs> whatever's yeah. happening in the world, I always find a way to use it in the movies. Yes. No, I, I, I do wonder why a certain gentleman is not an enemy of the state. We'll get into that a little bit mm-hmm. later. Let's welcome in our guest, our first guest. It is the lovely and talented Whitney Avalon, who is a mm-hmm. uh, an actress and also a, a YouTube sensation. Hundreds of millions of views over uh, the years. And she's here to talk about her latest video, which just came out last month, called WTF 2020. Mm-hmm. Whitney, thanks uh, for coming on. Uh, when did you first find out that uh, the power of YouTube and how it could uh, you could just crush the world with it, so to speak? Hi. Yes. Uh, great to be here. Yeah. YouTube, uh, you know, has been around for quite a while, but the fact that it is free and it is in almost every country in the world does mean that if people start to notice something, you can get a lot of attention right there on that platform. So I've had that happen a bunch of times over the years with various comedy music videos that I've created. And as you said, this latest one, where I'm just lamenting what on earth has been going on uh, in all of last year, and it turns out also continuing into this year, because uh, the calendar is arbitrary. I'm not sure if you guys knew. <laughs> but <turns out laughs> January 1st, nothing, nothing actually really immediately changes, which is part of what I talk about, sing about in the song. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, it's been a real trip. Mm. It's been a real trip uh, yeah. having people all over the world uh, enjoy my music on YouTube and on other platforms. I found out I have a Hi, Whitney. This is Jan Wall, and I'm a big fan. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I have my thank own. Thank you. Yeah, hi, honey. I have a YouTube channel myself. It's called Jan Wall Showbiz, W A H L, and it's my own YouTube channel. And I found this morning I talked to someone in Zimbabwe. I mean, when would that happen? It's just remarkable. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but um, I want to, what the uh, WTF uh, kept me laughing during the new year, and I needed to laugh. I needed that laugh. So I would really recommend it to anyone who wants to laugh. And one of the things that make it work is you do what Billy Wilder, the great director, always said. You play comedy for truth. Could you talk yes. about that? Absolutely, yes. I, I come from a, a, an acting background originally, and then I was in theater and commercials and television and film and was also writing during all that time. And I absolutely agree that, A, what the world needs more than anything is a laugh, <laughs> pretty much all the time, but especially these days. And also mm-hmm. that if you just write something purely stupid, it, it's, it's not worth it. I really care about... Uh, the cleverness and putting the time mm-hmm. in to make something that has a base in truth, um, because otherwise eh, it's, it's not going to stand the test of time. So even though a lot mm-hmm. of my things look very silly and they are mostly music, which, you know, does have that, that additional silly element, uh, I try really hard to, to also make them smart and also give them a basis in, in reality and, and in something that's worth watching. So thank you for saying that. And I hope folks will agree if they go, watch some of my videos that even though the thumbnails look very silly, you will actually enjoy it when you click. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you too about uh, Brandeis. Is, uh, I know you went there and, 
And and for me on the the West Coast from Brandeis, I just know that you know Eleanor Roosevelt went there, and then Woody Allen, you know, teases that's where the rich Jewish girls go. Well, what what was Brandeis actually like? <laughs> um, I was in the theater a hundred percent of the time, so I can really only only speak to uh, theater because I was studying theater and utterly obsessed. Um, and then I started doing uh, regional theater and uh, like national tours and things during the summers as well, because again, huge music and musical theater um, nerd. So uh, that's my entire experience, anywhere I go, is generally around like, what's the, what's the theater like? <laughs> so that was, that was my experience. It was a fine fit for me. Um, and then getting to, you know, uh, even in the midst of it and then immediately afterwards dive into the broader world of, of theater and, like I said, commercials and television was, uh, was, has been a blast. And then expanding into the Internet, who knew, you know, who even knew that that was going to be an option? Nobody. And now here we are, like you said, talking to people in Zimbabwe, talking to people all over the world. It's, it's mm-hmm. a freaking delight, I tell you. <laughs> and also, <laughs> it's a freaking delight. I think we can agree mm-hmm. it's both a delight and totally magical and also the worst possible thing is that the internet gives us the opportunity to scream at strangers all over the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are doing mm-hmm. as well. You have really high production value in your WTF, and it reminds me of Randy Rainbow. If you watch Randy Rainbow, of it's course got, I do. Uh, yes, I oh, love of course. Him. Yeah, we're all freaks for Randy Rainbow. But <laughs> you have what's similar is that you have a high production value in WTF. Um, there's editing. There's, yeah. you know, there's all kinds of things that go on there. Yes. Uh, obviously during, are you doing all that yourself, or do you have a studio, or what? So, obviously, during COVID times, I've had to scale back for safety's sake. So, that was actually, this video was filmed in my living room with some backdrops behind me by one masked cameraman, distanced, you know, had been tested, who brought the camera mm-hmm. light. Under normal circumstances, yeah, I've got a full crew. I'll have a uh, hair and makeup person. We'll have... Uh, clips and gaffers, which are the folks that deal with the, the lights and the equipment, um, will often be in an actual studio or on an actual location. Um, some of the videos you'll see on my YouTube channel, unlike most YouTube videos that are just, you know, shot in somebody's house, um, have have full crews of, you know, a full film crew of 40 folks. Um, if you look at some of those rap battles where we were working with stars like Sarah Michelle Geller and Eliza Biscu and Yvonne Strahovski and all these amazing people, um, we do those a full film crews and it's it's mm-hmm. wonderful it's it's a great way to make sure that um like i said it's something worth watching because i don't want to make anything that people just go Meh. i'm trying to avoid <laughs> right. you you have life. had a lot of great stars in your your princess rap battles um, and just one t- time for one more question here i think my favorite sure. matchup just on paper and it made me laugh just to think about the matchup was katniss versus hermione where did you come <laughs> up with that <laughs> Well, you know, both those trilogies, not even trilogies, those are much more than trilogies. I mean, the books originally for for Katniss were trilogies. Um, They both had such compelling, interesting uh, stories, and they both had so much going on in their their world, and I just really wanted to see them face off, and the magic of, you know, writing and producing is that you can make that happen. So we had Molly Quinn from Castle, who's just an absolute delight and loves Harry Potter as as Hermione, and we went into a space that looked like the Great Hall, and we had them rap battle, and uh, it's 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 a blast. If you're listening, just watch um, semi mindless, but also we put a ton of time into the into the lyrics and the jokes uh, videos. I hope they will check those out. 
All right. Well, everybody, make sure to check it out. Go to the Whitney Avalon YouTube channel. Nearly 2 million subscribers and uh, close to a billion views as well. Whitney, congratulations. Thanks for joining us. and uh, happy. Thanks, Whitney. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you both. All right. Good stuff. We'll take a quick break. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall. More entertainment on the other side. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800 410 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. It doesn't really matter. I uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. (laughs) 
Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of weird things. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall with you all around the world, also on the American Forces Radio Network. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show veteran actress Marlon Mason. She's here to talk about her latest film called Senior Love Triangle, which is about a charming octogenarian World War II vet who forms relationships with two women and goes on a crusade to save them from the isolation of their retirement homes. Marlon, welcome to the show. What is it like to, um, you know, when you think about the early days of film and, and nowadays, uh, what's the same as day one and, and what's completely different now when you make a movie? Well, hi to both of you. Uh, hi, Marlon. Um, the difference uh, mainly is the technology, I think. And in the late 70s, I found uh, as I was co- sort of coming to the end of my busy working days in Hollywood, um, it, 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 there, um, I don't know, it's, the auditioning is different. I don't know how actors do it today. Uh, coming from the old school, you would go in, you'd with the cast directors, I'm the director, and you'd read for them. And I think that sort of more intimate um, exchange is, is, doesn't happen much anymore. Um, I, I enjoy, I've moved to Oregon. My career pretty much came to a halt when I moved to Oregon. I, I thought I'd never work again and, uh, discovered that I, uh, independent film and it's a long time to go into now. I've been very involved in the, um, very low budget independent. I'm, it's like making movies in the old days. And uh, and we don't we can't afford the technology that the you know big studios have, so that's that's the main difference. But the work itself, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon, um, you worked with some pretty amazing people. I wonder if you could briefly comment on two of them. One is Elvis Presley, who uh, I had a couple of boyfriends who actually directed Elvis Presley movies, Harem Scarum, Kiss and Cousins, and also. Uh, uh, another one, I forgot, Spin Out or something like that. And they all liked him very much, but hated Colonel Tom Parker, who they felt kept Elvis from being the star he could have. And, you know, being the actor he could have. He was always a star, but he was never got to be the actor. And then yes. the other thing is, so if you could talk about working with him, and then also dating Rock Hudson. Oh, well... Elvis, I, I don't have a bad word to say about Elvis, and somebody asked me not too long ago, if you had one word to describe him, what would it be? I said, there is no word. The guy was just amazing, and he's, his birthday, I think, what's, is today the 8th? It's his birthday today, and they wow. were just showing, as we're speaking, got, uh, the movie I did with him on TCM. <laughs> so it's a wow. busy morning. It's a busy morning for me. <laughs> and Elvis, uh, Elvis was amazing. I told him when I met him, I'm not a fan of yours, and he sort of looked at me like I was nuts. And I, I said, I don't, I said, I don't mean that unkindly. Now, why is my my phone never rings? And now it's ringing. Pay no attention to it. Um, okay. Um, he he was. I, I was into Broadway musical stuff when growing up, and so by the time mm-hmm. I worked with him, he had made 30 movies, and I had done, I had just come off of a Broadway musical, and so I didn't, I didn't follow his career or anything, and so 
um, I told him, I said, I don't mean it unkindly, but when he asked me to watch his comeback special in December, we were still shooting, and he said, uh, he asked me if I'd watch it. He wanted to know what I thought about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went back to work Monday morning, knocked on his door, and I said, I told you I wasn't a fan. I said, I am now. And I yeah. just, of course, just laid all the accolades on him, and, and he just, I don't think the guy knew, he knew how talented he was. He's a wonderful yeah. actor. I loved working with him. I loved acting with him. But uh, the saddest Marlon, thing Marlon, yeah. did you know that Barbara Streisand flew to Vegas to try to talk him into doing A Star is Born with her? The Chris Christopherson role, it would have been great. He would have been fabulous. He wanted to Oh, do my it. God. But Tom, um, Tom Parker totally ran his life and wouldn't let him. Oh, so sad. And yeah, what he, about Rock Hudson? That You, uh, oh, you had a date well, with him and you found him pretty sexy, right? Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I would have followed him anywhere. I really, he was just adorable. I had met him a couple of times at parties. We have the same publicity agent. So I was doing the series Long Street at the time with Jimmy Franciscus and uh, the Beverly, Hill Women's, uh, Beverly Hills Women's Press uh, Association. They had an annual due and gave out awards every year. And so because I was doing a series, I was invited to it, and they, they paired me up with Rock because it was all done through the publicity office. So mm -hmm. he was just, uh, that was one of the best first and only dates I ever had in my life. <laughs> he was such fun. And the, but the, everyone when, knew he was gay, right? Everyone knew he was gay. Er, oh, no yeah. Every, yeah, every, yeah. Yeah, everybody knew in, in town that he was gay, but you would never have known it. And I think I think yeah I think he I I think he loved the women too. But when he mm -hmm. when the when it was time to leave, we got back into the our the the press our press guy's car, and he took uh, Rock home first. And he said, "Would you like to come in for a drink?" Oh my God! I wanted to say yes. I would love to come in for a drink, but I couldn't because I had a boyfriend at the time. Mm, and right. I never I never right. two time my boys boyfriend so <laughs> it, but I, I, I'm glad I almost oh gosh that was a tough decision <laughs> you know uh, Marlon Mason is Go with ahead. us the new mm -hmm. movie Senior Love Triangle you you did just about every possible TV show in in, in the 70s Hogan's Heroes Gomer Pyle uh, Odd Couple Love American Style Bonanza Big Valley it goes on and on and on and on and yeah. I just wonder um do sometimes you're just switching channels and you completely forgot about something that you did and you're like, I have no recollection of this. Of what? Of Senior Love Triangle? No, no. Of, of a show on TV in the 70s that you shot and maybe you see it on TV someday and you don't remember even making it because you made so many TV shows. Oh, I, oh I, I, I didn't hear the question. So what is the question? Oh, I wanted to ask you this. Do people ever confuse you with Marsha Mason? You're about the same age. Uh, no, maybe in the early days, uh, although when she won her Oscar, my dad had a welding shop, which was sort of like a boys club, men's club, guys loved to hang out there, and one, once that, the next day after she had won the Oscar, one of his buddies came in and said, hey, congratulations, I saw your daughter <laughs> won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> when you, uh, <laughs> 
my dad didn't. He said, oh, she did? I didn't know that. <laughs> I think what Rick was, was, was trying to ask you, Marlon, is if um, when you all those shows you did, you did so many TV shows. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you ever come across them when you're channel surfing and does one stick in your mind? Oh, gosh, uh, no. Oh, well, but you mentioned Hogan's Heroes. That sticks in my mind. And you also mentioned Senior Love Triangle, which mm-hmm. they, the director took a little snippet of Hogan's Heroes, the, the song and dance number I put in, and he interjected that into the movie, and it fit perfectly. And most people don't know it's me when they're watching the movie, and it's in its in, and it's the the other the couple the other couple in the in the story they're watching it as if it were a movie so the audience doesn't know but it was just a little thing that the director put in um, to surprise me and because he said it's so perfectly you're singing falling in love again and it's so perfect for the scene and mm-hmm. and and he said it doesn't matter if somebody recognizes you or not because I was playing a real life character and she had been in show business so it right. could have been so it did, so it didn't matter but only yeah, two senior people love in all- triangle uh-huh, senior love triangle is a real story it's real people yes. at the end you get to see the real people and even better than that, Rick, there's sex among seniors. Yay! <laughs> Yay! All right. Well, I want to recommend everybody check it out. Available from Flamingo Eyes Productions. It is Senior Love Triangle. We've been speaking with one of the stars, Hollywood veteran, Marlon Mason. I, I, thank you so much for being on the show. Congratulations on the film. Oh, thank you so much. And check out On Demand. You can find Senior Love Triangle there. Oh, this is great. Thanks, Marlon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love to you both. Be safe. All right. Good, good talking to she you. She is and, so uh, beautiful. Uh, Rick, you won't believe how gorgeous she still is. No, well, what's funny is that, like, you know, I, I started talking about some of the, the TV shows. Like, if we uh, we could talk to her for hours, I wanted to ask her about right. Phil Silver. Just I wanted to ask right. her right. about that. Uh, I know. Her head is still completely together and interesting. And, oh, my God, I talked to her for hours at a time. She's amazing. I know. You think about Cannon and Barnaby Jones and Marcus right. Welby. Barbara Stanwyck. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man from Uncle, I Spy. Richard I mean, it's just everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She knows everybody, right. and she remembers everything. No, it's good to hear from her. She's, she's just about the same age as my mom, too, so that's pretty mm-hmm. All right, when we come back, we will talk to both the director and the producer of a new movie called Molokai Bound. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall, come on back. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. 
For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall with you on Sports Byline Coast to Coast and around the globe on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to talk about a a new short film called Molokai Bound. And uh, we uh, have the producer Chapin Hall with us, and we're waiting to get uh, director Alika Maikau uh, as well. Chapin, welcome to the show. And I understand you kind of split your time between the islands and Los Angeles. How did this whole project come together for you? 
Well, first off, thanks for, for having us on. And, uh, yeah, we'll, both, both Alika and I are from Oahu, both from the east side. So this came together when, uh, we, we had met, uh, shortly before this, uh, I think at, at the Hawaii International Film Festival, but really spent some time, uh, in New Zealand at a, at a film festival. And we were both coming home to Oahu from that film festival and I had a camera with me and, uh, we just, you know, we're both inspired by films we saw and people we met and decided to try to do something while we had a little window. So it was something that was pulled together quite quickly, uh, actually. And what were you trying to say in this film? Uh, why did you call it what you did and what was the purpose, really? Well, so, I mean, Alika had the idea for... A bigger feature film, and and this short film was a part of it. I mean, part of it was the, the accelerated timeline. So having about a week and a half before we needed to shoot, and before I needed to get back to LA, uh, meant that you know it was kind of what idea do you have that we could do uh, that simple that you feel like you could write quickly that. Uh, so, you know, a lot of it was what can we do with what we have and what we have access to that was uh, simple that we also both felt strongly would, would potentially turn out well. Um, and so the, the title and the film itself all come from this bigger idea he has uh, for a film. So he's been also writing that script um, and the future script uh, of Molokai Bound uh, was put on the indigenous blacklist, which is the inaugural year this year. So, you know, it's considered a, a, a script to look out for and that's unproduced. So, yeah, we're working on that now. So that that's a big part of it. Um, I think I have been working on documentary films in Hawaii for a number of years, and one of which called Out of State, which is about um, Native Hawaiian prisoners, um, had been an inspiration to him for this idea, and that was part of something that we'd been talking a lot about, both my experience on shooting and the stuff that wasn't in the film, and also how that related to things he wanted to express as a Native Hawaiian director, you know, from the east side of Oahu, where we're, we're both from originally. I don't know, does that answer your question? <laughs> Well, not yeah, so and much I about, understand well. that we're we are now. Uh, sorry, Jan. We're now uh, joined by the director, Alika. Uh, okay. I, I've always been told uh, by my hey. uh, friends to pronounce every vowel. So, are you Maikau or are you Maikau? How do you say your name, Alika? Um, this one is just Maikau. Yeah, <laughs> Maikau. Alika Maikau. Um, talk about the. The, the story. It's a young man uh, recently released from prison and, and coming back home trying to reconnect with his family and his heritage. How did the, how did the story come together for you? Yeah, I mean, one of the things for us is I actually feel like we're not so much progenitors of narratives as like we're documentarians and these are just things that these are scenes that we've witnessed growing up in Hawaii. So part of that was just wanting to transpose things that we've seen um, in our real lives uh, in a in a story um, structure in a way that's hopefully 
relatable for people not from here. Why, why the story of coming out of prison? Um, unfortunately, in Hawaii, we uh, Native Hawaiians are disproportionately um, incarcerated, and it's it's a story that's you know we we grew up around things like this, and and even for my lead actor, I mean, he he grew up to sort of stories closer to this. So part of this was wanting to humanize. Um, humanize people who who I feel like are often maligned in society and try to understand uh, the experiences and circumstances that led to to these tough situations. Mm. So, uh, Alika, did, are, are you still under the covers? Is it like 6.46 a.m. where we're talking? <laughs> I am above the covers. Yeah, no, it's we're fine. <laughs> It is seven forty-five. If if I could add to what uh, Alika just said, real quick, you know, part of this too is that um, while we do have some local prison capacity, uh, a lot of our prisoners, whether native Hawaiian or not, are are sent to prisons on the mainland, um, and sometimes that's you know a state prison that's in Arizona, or sometimes that's to other places like. You know, in the past, it's been Georgia and these other places. So oftentimes going to prison in the islands has, has meant spending a fair amount of time on the continent far from family. So you may not get visitors. So somebody like our main character would um, often lose touch with uh, their children. You know, this is a story that, um, you know, my, my cousin's child has, you know, uh, experience with, with his father. And so this is something a lot of us know all too well is that, you know, even a very short prison sentence can lead to massive, you know, family upheaval. Is that where the name Molokai comes into it? Because a lot of us know the history of Molokai. Yeah, well, that that is sort of, uh, that is a subtextual theme. I, Molokai is actually... Um, so we're working on expanding this short film into a feature film, and uh, we were hoping to film that last year, and obviously many things that everyone was hoping didn't happen last year. But we're trying this year, and but in the feature film, Molokai plays much more of a, an actual factor um, mm-hmm. in the story. So, yeah. I've been to the Hawaiian Film Festival. It is really something. Uh, it's very inspiring. There's so many kinds of films and Pacific Rim films and uh, just amazing Pacific Islanders. It's just a, a wonderful festival. Absolutely. Um, it's We're really grateful to call it our, our backyard festival. And it's not just, I mean, it, they do an incredible job of spotlight, spotlighting Pacific cinema, but even, I mean, they, they show the best films it's a culmination of the films from Sundance and Cannes and Toronto, and uh-huh. um, it's a truly wonderful festival. Yeah, yeah, we're so, lucky uh, as a kind of a small film uh, industry in a lot of ways to to have such a festival like that our local uh-huh. films can go to and play alongside good films and be inspired by all the stuff that comes from all over the world, especially they do a really good job of bringing in a lot of uh, Asian cinema kind of before mm-hmm. and anywhere else. <laughs> I hope and, to come uh, this Chapin, year. Chapin, I understand this uh, film's been uh, very 
well received where you did get it out so far. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're lucky that we uh, have won awards. Kind of, uh, I, I think you know, the first four film festivals that went to it won an award at, um, and then you know, it's continued to do quite well, uh, including you know, our first film festival uh, made it um, Oscar qualifying. So you know, that's what we're kind of actively working on. Now it's getting the word out and trying to get people to see, watch it and vote for it if they're at the Academy. But, um, you know, that's a, that's a ongoing process. And, you know, we have hopes for, uh, trying to sort this or, or other things, but, you know, that's all, that's all about hopefully other people just liking the film. Um, but yeah, it's done quite, quite well for a little film from the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do, finally, how do people get to see it? Where do they go? Uh, currently it's not available everywhere, um, but we're working on some, um, streaming and other release options. So, um, hopefully look out for it in the next couple of months. Um, it'll be available much wider than it has been up to now. It's only been film festivals. Okay, the film's called Malachi Bound. We've been speaking with director Alika Michal and producer Chapin Hall. Gentlemen, congratulations on the film. Thanks for your time. Thank you so Thank you. much. Thank you, guys. Good luck with the film. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, Jan. So great. Whew. These let's guys work so hard. Let's man. try and get up to... Whew. Let's try <laughs> add a little what, energy. Honey? Tell us... <laughs> since, uh, <laughs> since we had... I don't know how this... This guy in Pennsylvania Avenue is not an enemy of the state after this insurrection mm-hmm. he fomented. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. beyond that, what what's some mm-hmm. you talked about some movies that are in the same yeah. genre? Well, yeah, because movies about insurrection, uh, rebels, you know, and uh, you know, Seven Days in May is one about a uh, um, this uh, sort of egomaniacal. A uh, militarist played by Burt Lancaster, who's the head of the chief joints, the joints of staff, and he um, he wants to take over the country and wants to do it from the inside. It's a little different than what we're experiencing right now, people rioting on the Capitol. But um, so he decides to take to to do a coup on the president, played by Pre- Frederick March, and uh, Kirk Douglas comes in and tries to stop it. It's very exciting. It's called Seven Days in May, and it's a, it's a really good one. Another one to see right now is about a man who, who goes insane with megalomania, uh, you know, with being so sure that he, is the re- he can control all politics, and he's a TV star, and it's called A Face in the Crowd. And people think of Andy Griffith as, oh, yeah, Sheriff of Mayberry, no big deal. No, 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 no. Matlock, no, no, no. This is the movie that made him a star, and then he decided to go into being a good character. He's a real bad guy in this, and it's called A Face in the Crowd with Patricia Neal about a guy who uh, becomes insane with power after being a media star. Do you know what? A little-known movie, before we go to break here, that I loved with Burt Lancaster when I was a kid. I'd say it's 1970, 71, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. It's called Valdez is Coming. And mm-hmm. he plays, coming, yeah. yeah, he plays Valdez, which would never be allowed in Hollywood now, a white guy to play a Mexican guy. But 
this right. uh, this ranch this rancher like basically crucifies them and leaves them in the desert, and then he gets his revenge. And all Burt Lancaster says the whole movie is, "Tell them Valdez is coming," and then he shoots everyone. <laughs> oh God! You know, I'm I just so lucky. I, throw I knew him in real life. You know, I got to know him a little bit in real life. Wow. Lancaster. I know. I was very lucky. Yeah. We'll talk about that someday. Instead of two guys, we woke up in Hawaii and didn't want to get interviewed. We'll do that next time. <laughs> Come on back with more recommendations with Jan Wall on the other side. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. (laughs) What did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that, Rick Tittle, with uh, Jan Wall. And uh, Jan, uh, of course, mm-hmm. uh, we always look to you to, to hear what, what to watch, what to avoid. Uh, anything oh, else on something. your docket? I've got something. If you mm. have Netflix or you don't have it, this is a reason to get it. It's called Bridgerton. It's the most popular thing now that, that they've ever done. It's amazing. It's a series, okay? So there's either six or eight one-hour episodes, uh, series one. It is amazing. Set in 1805 England, and it's fantastically sumptuous, sexy, amazingly evocative of the period, and really engrossing. It's called Bridgerton. And uh, before we go, I heard the one thing about Bridgerton is that they mm-hmm. go ahead and they cast actors that aren't yes. white, even though at that time they probably would have been. That's right. You just let go. Eventually it becomes seamless the way they do it. Uh, so there's people of all colors uh, within this society. And it just works beautifully. The main guy now is set to be the new James Bond. I heard people wanted him for that. Yeah. Hey, Jan, as well, always, right thank you. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I know, listen, over the last year, we, we do these things over Skype and uh, appreciate all your hard work. Okay. Take care, darling. All right. I'm Rick Diddle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. President Trump condemned Wednesday's violence at the Capitol building. President Trump has condemned the Wednesday protest at Capitol Hill that turned into a riot with the Capitol building stormed by protesters. In a video shared on social media, the president promised that those who broke the law would face justice. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Three, two, one, zero. Ignition.
SpaceX kicked off what is expected to be another launch-packed year by delivering a Turkish communications satellite to orbit Thursday night. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. The man convicted of murdering three people and severely wounding another 260-plus is suing the federal government. Jakar Sarnev, convicted of the Boston Marathon bombing in 2013, says the confiscation of a white baseball cap and a bandana and a limit of three showers a week as part of his alleged mistreatment that he claimed contributed to his mental and physical decline. He's demanding $250,000. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun announced his resignation Thursday after protesters overran his officers and prompted condemnations from lawmakers on both sides of the aisle in Washington, including a call for him to step down by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Five people in all died in Wednesday's violence. Capitol Police shot and killed an unarmed Air Force veteran. The unidentified officer has been placed on administrative leave and an investigation has begun. A Capitol Police officer also died after suffering a stroke, perhaps brought on by being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher earlier in the riot. USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. President Trump condemned the rioters involved with storming Capitol Hill on Wednesday. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you, God bless you, 
and God bless America. The president reaffirmed a peaceful transfer of power on the 20th and that all those involved with the rioting will be brought to justice. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the store store the comedy store the sports store the show hey uh we'll get into uh we'll talk about tommy lasort a little bit but also rick's picks we have playoff games coming up uh that we need to uh address as well and um we will definitely hit on uh, all that stuff so feel free to get in and get heard you know the uh los angeles angels you might remember in March, the visiting clubhouse manager, Bubba Harkins, said that he had been providing opposing team pitchers foreign substances uh, for years. Well, uh, he has responded by filing a defamation accent against, uh, action against both the Angels and MLB. And uh, the Angels and MLB have uh, filed a motion to uh, dismiss the uh, lawsuit. But... Um, in his court filing, Harkins named guys. He said Troy Percival of the Angels, Brendan Donnelly of the Angels, who, by the way, openly hated the city of Oakland. He said they used a rosin pine tar mix um, and uh, also said that uh, he looked at some texts sent to uh, Garrett Cole. And Garrett Cole said to him, hey, Bubba, it's Garrett Cole. I was wondering if you could help me out with this sticky situation. Aha. So, uh, I don't know, but uh, Harkin's attorneys want $4 million in damages. What are the damages? Do you get five? I, don't, I don't really know what the damages are. Maybe I should research this a little bit more. But uh, Anyway, that's rearing its ugly head today in baseball. Does anybody care? Uh, probably not too much. I don't think many people care about cheating. And uh, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, all that other good stuff. All right. Uh, we have Chief from Discovery Channel Street Outlaws coming up next. We have Jimmy Pardo, the comedian from Apocalypse. And an hour from now, we'll have Warren Sapp. Who won a Super Bowl? And I was at that Super Bowl, and it sucked. But Warren Sapp liked it. We'll talk to him. 
And uh, also, if you'd like to get in, it's 1-800-878-PLAY on your TV set, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, the Twitter, that Rick Kittle. Come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call in coast to coast. 
You know, we love the Discovery Channel, and we have their stars on when they uh, here promoting their uh, new shows and a brand new season of Street Outlaws featuring the original OKC uh, will be premiering on Monday at 8 o'clock, both Eastern and Pacific. And we are joined once again by our buddy Chief. And that's, hey, when you have one name like Cher, Madonna, Pele, that's all you need, right, Chief? Yes, that's me, just Chief, yes. Like, like, uh, friends. <laughs> so, when, when you, when you, when I talk about uh, Oklahoma, well, you know, my, uh, my grandmother would always talk about uh, the Okies, you know, when, when growing up. And uh, is Okie a pejorative term, or is that something that uh, you guys embrace? No, we love, yeah, we're Okies. We're all Okies here, yeah. We love it. We're very proud to be Okies for some reason. I, I, I'm a transport from Louisville, Kentucky to here, but I am now an Okie, and I'm proud of it. What is it about uh, the uh, the street outlaws that you think that uh, America has really just glommed onto? Because, you know, any show is a little bit of a risk, and maybe it would be too niche and not as many fans and why do you think it is that 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 most of the country has just uh, embraced this idea of a show? Um, I think whenever you get a, an eclectic group of people together that all feel one certain way about something, and it's so important to them, and it is every absolutely everything to them. I don't think it really matters anymore what what it is or the the view that society has on it. I think it's more just about watching these people do what they love to do every day and to the fullest extent of what they can, you know, they spend every dime and every minute on it. So people want to see that, you know, they come home from work and they want to see people go all out. And that's what we do. Uh, in California, you know, sometimes you take the the five to the four Oh five to get to orange County. But to you, <laughs> when I say four Oh five, what does that mean to you? It's my, it's my everything. I bleed 405. You cut me, I bleed 405. It, it's, I've got 405 tattooed on my hands, man. I mean, every, everything, I'm 405 to the core. It's it's our area code. It's where we live. It's every time we pick up the phone, you dial 405 before you do anything else. You know, it's, um, you wake up in the morning and everything's 405 here. So it's, uh, I don't want to say it's a gang because there's a lot of, weird stuff in gangs that I'm not uh, going to support, but it's, it's a, it's a way of life out here for some reason. The 405 is just a really close group of people that all go through the same stuff together. No, that's cool. I mean, I like it, but on the other hand, you know, like when I grew up on the Oakland side of San Francisco Bay, you know, I was in the 415, the whole Bay area was, but then with beepers and fax machines, everybody had to get their own. So now Oakland's 510. Are you ever worried that there'll be so many cell phones that they're going to ch- <laughs> going to change the area code? <laughs> uh, man, not, I don't know in my lifetime in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's not. Uh, I don't think it's growing that fast right now. But <laughs> you know, the the people that are here want to be here, and they don't really care if people are are moving in. So uh, I don't know that it's going to grow that fast, people wise. Now, size wise, it grows. You know, every year it gets bigger and bigger as Oklahoma City, but I just don't know that we're ever going to have as many people as a place like California or something where they have to change the area. But if they do, man, I got to get all these crappy tattoos covered up. (laughs) 
when uh, you know a lot of people in, in my home state here, California, that they're they're heading out your way, Texas, Oklahoma. They're they're getting some land and they're they're just getting away from it all and and maybe getting a little more because we're so highly taxed out here. Um, so I mean, are, have you seen an influx of uh, city folk coming your way? Yeah, it's it's we've seen two different two two different kinds of it. I guess we see the racer side of it, which. This is now like the center hub of street racing in the country today. So you get guys that are in the street racing industry or in the manufacturing part of it or whatever, and they're moving here, buying a little land or whatever, and they're coming from California or uh, even from the East Coast now. And then, but then there's also like the really strange to us people that come here that we that are they almost are like aliens to us, and they because they want to have a different life and they want their kids to grow up different and. You know, we see those people all the time, too, and it's they're easy to point out right now because there's such a difference in between the uh, the styles and the culture here from California. But as, they, as they're as they here for a little while, they start to get used to it, and then they really start to love it. One more Oklahoma question for you because I'm, you know, I'm fascinated how the country kind of formed all around Oklahoma, and then you had the Sooners and, and who wants the, the property. But then you had that strip which they called the, the no man's land. They called it the neutral strip. We call it the panhandle now. And it's almost like at the time, it's like, I don't want it. You take it. No, you take it. Then Oklahoma's like, all right, we'll take it. What's up with that little strip? <laughs> What's up with that panhandle, man? Oh, man. Um, that is the best way to describe it. You nailed it. That's the way it is still to this day. If you drive up to the panhandle, I've, uh, I know people up there and uh, there's a, small section of sand dunes that i've been up there to ride on four wheelers and that is, it's a different breed of character up there man they it is a wild landscape and it's it's still the wild west there <laughs> so even the chief himself is a little bit wary going into the neutral strip huh <laughs> yeah the um not all their eyes point the same way you know if you, if you get what i'm saying <laughs> Well, let's talk about that new season, the street laws, because from what I understand, and I know you can't give too much away, but uh, you drop a bombshell this season. You really take it up to the next level, don't you? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's, it's time. You know, it's been time. We've known it for a while. We just didn't know how to do it or how to approach it. But you know, we've been given a really great group of producers and people behind us that support us and let us do what we need to do. Let us do what we can to get you know to get back to what we love and this this season is no different it's you know we've we've kind of we kind of feel like we're getting into a a bit of a rut with the track racing and then coming home from track racing and trying to street race and trying to be good at no prep and then coming home and trying to be good at street racing and then this season it was just like halfway through it just wasn't working nobody was feeling it and you know it was time for us to show america what what is so important about street racing to us. Why is it so important? Why do we love it? And, and they let us go wild and it, it, that's exactly what happened. I mean, you know, I can't say too much either because I'll get in trouble, but man, this season, I'm the most excited about this season. I have been for a few seasons now, just because it's so wild. It's so different. And it's just not used to, it's not anything that we've done in years. You know what I mean? So it's pretty crazy. Last question for you. I was, you know, Discovery Channel gets such huge ratings and so many people watch it. And so I was talking to uh, uh, the other day to one of your Discovery Channel brethren. And, and I said, uh, you know, do you ever 
get so drunk with fame that, you know, you find yourself big leaguing people. And he said, I told my friends, if I ever start acting famous, you knock me down on the ground. So, I mean, how has it been for you? Because people know I'm you. I mean, ha- have complete. you changed? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I've changed. How can you not change? You're poor and famous. Like, that's the worst possible scenario. So you don't have people <laughs> to go to your grocery shopping for you. You don't have people to, you know, drive you around town and keep people away from you. So if you try and go get a sandwich, you have to do a meet and greet out front. Or, you know, if you try and mow your lawn, you got to stop outside and talk to people all day. So, you know, yes, yeah, so of course I've changed them. Um, you have to in order to survive and to be able to do this without thinking that you're a god or some craziness. But but see, I'm the total opposite. You know, I I told all my friends my whole point is to blow up so big I can act like I don't know anybody. <laughs> I love it, man. It's the chief new season of Street Outlaws. It's as real as it gets. Monday, January eleventh, right. eight o'clock, both coast. Thanks for coming on the show, man, and continued success, Chief. Thank you very much, man. Have a good one. All right. I'm Rick Kittle. Come on back. Open lines. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. 
Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Open lines at uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. Finally, after one, two, three, four, five, six guests, and uh, as I reported at the top of the show, um, we uh, got the news that uh, Tommy Lasorda had passed away. This is a statement from the Dodgers. Hall of Fame manager Tommy Lasorda, who spent seven decades seven decades in the Dodger organization and became one of the most memorable personalities in baseball history. Passed away Thursday night. The team announced he was 93. Lasorda suffered a sudden cardiopulmonary arrest at his home at 10.09 p.m. He was transported to the hospital with resuscitation in progress. He was pronounced dead at 10.57. Regarded by many as baseball's most popular ambassador, Lasorda spent 71 seasons in the Dodger organization with Dodger blue running through his veins. He spent the last 14 as special advisor to the chairman. Lasorda's wish to see another Dodgers world championship was fulfilled last October when he traveled to Arlington, Texas to witness the Dodgers 3-1 victory over the Tampa Bay Rays in Game 6 of the World Series. Thomas Charles Lasorda was born September 22nd, 1927 in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Lasorda is survived by his wife of 70 years, Joe, who he married on April 14th, 1950, and their daughter, Laura, and granddaughter, Emily Tess. <clears throat> that uh, comes from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Commissioner Manfred said, quote, Tommy Lasorda was one of the finest managers our game has ever known. He loved life as a Dodger. He began his career as a pitcher in 1949, but he is, of course, best known as the manager of two World Series champions and four pennant-winning clubs. His passion, success, charisma, and sense of humor turned him into an international celebrity a stature that he used to grow our sport. 
Tommy welcomed players from Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Japan, South Korea, and elsewhere, making baseball a stronger, more diverse, and better game. He served Major League Baseball as the global ambassador for the first two editions of the World Baseball Classic and managed Team USA to gold in the 2000 Summer Games in Sydney. <clears throat> Tommy loved family, the United States, the national pastime, and the Dodgers, and he made them all proud during a memorable baseball life. I am extremely fortunate to have developed a wonderful friendship with Tommy and will miss him. It feels appropriate that in his final months, he saw his beloved Dodgers win the World Series for the first time since his 1988 team. On behalf of Major League Baseball, I send my deepest sympathy to his wife of 70 years, Joe, and their entire family, the Dodger organization, and their generation of loyal fans. You know what? <clears throat> I wonder, because this guy... Lasorda was about as patriotic as it got. I wonder, can you blame Trump for his death? No, you can't. But I wonder if that didn't give him a heart attack watching all that go down. I'm just saying, of course, Trump didn't take a gun and shoot him. But you just got, I mean, five people are now dead because of that. You think he cares? He ain't but anyway, getting back to Lasorda, this guy was as foul-mouthed as they come. <laughs> uh, I remember hearing the story about being in Dodgertown in Vero Beach, and you know there weren't that many Major League Baseball teams. It was basically our national sport. The NBA and the NFL were not fledgling, but they weren't the national pastime at all. Um, and there weren't that many baseball teams, as I said. And so Tommy Lasorda talked about literally Quonset Hut army barracks of players. He said that the Dodgers had hundreds and hundreds of players. Every team did. And he said you would eat in a mess hall like you were in the army. And he said the odds of making it to Ebbets Field were nearly infinitesimal. And so he did get on the bump as a kid. <clears throat> but... I think, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, great audio over the years. I think my favorite one is the Kurt Bavakwa one uh, when Bavakwa was with the Padres and, and he called the Sorta. He said something like, why don't you ask that fat little Italian over there? We call him a fat little Italian. And he goes, let me tell you something about the beep, 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 Bavakwa. Beep, beep, beep. Bavakwa, by the way, drink water in English. But uh, Bivakwa, he said, I would, and it's all swear words and beeps. He said, the day I was pitching, I knew I was facing him. I would send a limo to go pick him up because I know how much of a lousy hitter he was. I'd strike him out all four times, blah, blah, blah. Um, funny thing is, Tom, I remember Tommy Lasorda's sister was a nun. And so Tommy Lasorda, the juxtaposition of him as foul-mouthed as they come, and then he would go to the convent, and he used to give a lot of money to his sister's convent. Uh, <clears throat> being Italian, you could probably assume <clears throat> he was a big Catholic guy. But anyway, uh, I had uh, Tommy on my show twice uh, as a host, and he was fine. He was great. But years and years ago, when I was uh, producing a show, for some reason, he was booked during the All-Star game, the baseball All-Star game. The Midsummer Classic. And he was booked to come on like the third inning. And I, I just thought, if you're a baseball fan, 
aren't you why I, I always like counter programming you know in the 1990 world cup when i worked at sports channel guess what we aired during the world cup united states national team world cup qualifying reruns and i actually even as a you know 24 year old or whatever it was i i went up at 24 i went to the head of sports channel programming and i said why aren't we showing bowling? Why are you showing soccer? He goes, soccer's hot right now. That's the thing. I'm like, no, no, no. Soccer's not hot. The World Cup's hot. But anyway, so uh, I got Lasorda on the line. And you could tell he regretted agreeing to it. But he's like, all right, fine, 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 fine. I go, okay, I'm going to put you on hold. He goes, how long am I going to be on hold? I go, just about a minute. He goes, is it a minute or is it longer than a minute? I go, well, actually, he goes, no, 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 you said a minute. I'm going to hold for a minute, and then I'm going to hang up. And I went, ha, ha, ha. He goes, you think this is funny? 58, 57, 56. I go, all right, tell me to put you on hold. He goes, I'm telling you, I'm hanging up. When I get to zero, 45, 44, 43, and I put him on hold. And I told my host, I go, Tommy says he's going to hang up if you don't go to him in a minute. And we had, like, you know, at least two more minutes <laughs> in the break. And the host, Ron, said, oh, he's not going to hang up. And he was right. <laughs> uh, he didn't hang up. But, you know, also, um, when I think of Lasorda, I think of a lot of pain. You know, I think about Kirk Gibson's home run. And as Babaka would say, the fat little Italian ran out, throwing his arms in the air, looking like a pregnant stack. And I had a lot of hate for him back then. But it was... You know, on the, in the sporting realm, not in the personal realm. You know, it's like I don't personally hate John Elway, but as a, a you know, as a player, horse face, donkey head, of course I hate him. Um, but you know, I he was the manager of Team USA. You know, as I was talking about before, I called the Doug Mankiewicz team because back then uh, we took a bunch of unknowns because they had to be amateurs. We took a bunch of college players, still won the gold medal. What do you think of that? I don't think we would do that now, to tell you the truth. I think, you know, the Venezuelans and the Dominicans and the, the Cubans, they'd all be sending their pros, and then we'd have a guy who's third baseman at Fresno State. I don't think it would, <laughs> I don't think that would work. But uh, Tommy Lasorda was an ambassador to baseball, there's no doubt. Um, the thing about diversity, he wasn't Branch Rickey. I mean, every team is going to have guys from all over the country, but. Uh, they always slotted in pretty well. Um, I admire the fact that he was with one team for over seven decades. I mean, that's just, when is that ever going to happen again? You know, never uh, as a player, as a manager, as an ambassador, you know, front office and all the other things. <clears throat> but, um, you know, Vin Scully just lost his wife last week. So um, it's sad. But on the other hand, I think any human being that can get to 90, um, that's not bad, you know. It, not that anybody wants to ever die at any point. Uh, but I think if you can get to 90 and you had a life like that, that was, uh, that was pretty remarkable. But anyway, rest in peace, uh, Tommy Lasorda. When we come back, we're going to talk to comedian Jimmy Pardo. He's going to be part of Festpocalypse, and we'll do that next on Sports Violent.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. Tittle beats his servants. 
Oh, I'm nice to him. Welcome back to the show. Nice to have you with us. 1-800-878-PLAY. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world. On American Forces Radio Network, you know we love the Sketchfest. And uh, over the years, having so many of the uh, great acts and comedians on the show from Sketchfest, well, obviously they can't do it uh, like we can't do anything now during COVID. But they do have something called Festpocalypse. You've heard me talk about it. And over the last few days, having participants such as uh, Dana Gould and Dave Hall and uh, others. Uh, we're not, uh, now quite happy to have another one of the participants on the phone. It is the comedian Jimmy Pardo. Uh, by the way, Festpocalypse, Saturday, January 30th, 5 p.m. Pacific, tickets at sfsketchfest.com. Jimmy, welcome to the show. And I just uh, pulled up your Wikipedia page, and I see you have you were born on the exact same day as my little brother, uh, I'm, I don't know why I brought that up other than the fact to say is you're a little bit funnier than he is, though. I'll give you that. Well, I, I'll take your word for that. I, I, are you saying the exact same day and year? Exact 72866, yeah. Uh, well, of course, I'm in show business, so I was actually born in 1979, but I hear what you're getting at. <laughs> um, I, well, listen, it sounds like this kid's a good kid. You get along with your brother? I do, yeah. He's kind of balding and fat. He looks older than me, which I like. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I went to my uh, one of my reunions. I think it was my grade school reunion. And I couldn't believe how everybody there looked like my father. It was very strange how everybody else aged, and I, uh, I'm just losing my hair. That seems to be it. Now, I'll also tell you this: um, a few months ago, I had your father-in-law on the show, Walter Koenig himself. Uh, what's that like being part of the uh, the Trek apocalypse? Uh, well, you know, I I am not a Trekkie in any way, shape, or form. I didn't uh, I didn't watch the show. It meant nothing to me. So when I met him uh, for the first time, I was basically meeting my girlfriend's dad, like I would have any girlfriend's dad. So, uh, but her brother was uh, who has since passed away, sadly, Andrew Koenig, um, was boner on Growing Pains, and that was cool to me. I like the fact that's the first time in history somebody said girlfriend's dad and boner in the same sentence. Well, I don't know if it was a, I think there was a period in there. There was a period that separated those two thoughts. <laughs> I want to be very clear. You're right. It was paragraph. It's not that big a deal then. Yeah, um, well, although I about... and. Well, go ahead, though. I'm listening. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you're, you're a Chicago guy, and I know that you, you know, you, you spent some time in LA, and then, of course, that's where the scene is, but how does that work when you're, you know, are, are you half the time in, in each area? Or are you fully committed oh. to L.A.? Uh, how oh, no, I've been, uh, I've been in L.A. for 25 years. Um, uh, I go back to Chicago to see my dad from time to time. Obviously, I'm not in the past, you know, year. In fact, I haven't seen him since uh, probably a year and a half now. But uh, I get back there. I do a little stand-up when I go back to Chicago. I see my dad. Uh, otherwise, you know, this is home for uh, 25 years. You know, um, I've had uh, comedians on the show. Well, I've, I've, unfortunately, we've with COVID, we've had to stop, but the headliners at Cobbs and the punchline, they come in and, uh, Paul Mercurio has been in several times and he's, uh, Colbert's warm-up guy and bless his heart. When I was in New York a couple of years ago, he got me into the Colbert show. So I know that, that you warmed up the crowd for, uh, for, for Conan. What, what was that like? That's a, that's a pretty great gig, isn't it? It was the greatest gig, it, uh, honestly. And I had never wanted to be a warm-up comic. That wasn't uh, anything I was looking to do. And, you know, I was like, well, I want to host my own show. I'm not going to warm up for somebody else. And um, and then I got the call, uh, them telling me that they wanted me to um, 
uh, do the warm-up for the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, and I was like, well, I can't pass up that meeting. So I went to the meeting, and uh, they offered me the job right there, and uh, I turned it down, and they convinced me to do it, and so then I did it. Uh, then nine months later, we got fired because Jay Leno wanted the job back, and somebody thought that was a good <laughs> idea. And uh, then we uh, went to TBS, and I was there with them for six years. It was great. It was the greatest job ever. That's really cool. And you didn't have the, like, I know Conan, he did that documentary, He Can't Stop, and he flew around, like, playing his guitar and stuff. But uh, no stipulations on you. You could go to a new show if you so desired, right? Uh, I could. Uh, I, think, yeah, I think I might have gone to some. I didn't do warm-up in between, but I did make some appearances on other talk shows. I think Craig Ferguson went on, and Craig Kilborn had a, a short uh, little uh, syndicated show during that time, and I went on, but... Uh, no, my contract was uh, go live your life, and if you uh, get something better, uh, take it. Uh, I didn't, so I couldn't wait to get back to TBS and Conan. So, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it was, it was great. Is, and I'll, I'll move on to something else. Just sure. kind of fascinating with the warm-up thing, because when I saw Paul do it at, at Colbert, it was half filthy jokes, bringing people on stage, and then it was also... You're, you're not only just a cheerleader, but you're saying, hey, you're, you're just throwing energy into the crowd. You're, you're a hype man as well. So uh, what's that like? Because we all have days when we don't go to work or we have a sore throat or, a, you know, a searing abdominal cramp. What was that like to be comedian and also like to get the crowd all fired up? Well, you know, what's funny is that's one of the reasons I turned it down is I didn't like the concept of being the hype man. And they were like, well, we don't want you to be a hype man. We just want you to be a funny guy. And so mm. that's what convinced me to take the gig. So I think that's what I ended up losing later. But uh, uh, I, you know, I just got to, I got to go out there and be funny. You know, I would do some crowd work. I would have a couple of stock lines. And then it was time to turn it over to the band. The band would play. And then Conan would come out, and that was the show. And it was the easiest, greatest gig in the world. Uh, and again, I'm lucky I didn't have to do the nonsense of, just keep the energy going, you guys. You're doing great. Hey, here's what's going to happen to the next day. Here's some candy to keep your energy up. I didn't have to do any of that BS, which was wonderful. Very, very cool. We're speaking with Jimmy Pardo. So tell us about uh, Festpocalypse, because all people need to do is to go to sfsketchfest.com. I have never seen, seriously, a list of so many great stars i mean there are at least 20 people i would pay good money to see in this and it goes on and on uh, how is it going to work for you well you know, i i uh we we i, I pre-shot my thing. i don't know if anybody else uh has pre-shot or if they're doing it live i'm not familiar with the, the uh, logistics of that but uh you know for years i would go to the sketch fest and either do my podcast uh the award never not funny i would do that live uh, do a version before Stop by a cease and desist from a uh, production company who would do match game uh, live. And uh, so the Sketch Fest people know me as this host and game host. So when Sketch Fest said, We're not doing it this year, do you want to do something? Uh, I said, you know, Let's figure out a quick little five minute game. Um, and so my son, believe it or not, my 13 year old son came up with this great game called Movie Madness, where I, uh, I'm lucky on the show. It's uh, Andrea, Sav- Andrea Savage and John Hamm are the uh, two contestants. Uh, it's just a quick five-minute uh, little trivia thing about uh, movies, and it's just a bunch of dumb fun. No doubt about it. And, you know, it's funny when I think about the uh, podcasting now and Never Not Funny. I mean, it's just it's something when I first heard about it, I thought listening to two people talk, and I'm like, ah, I'll just turn on the radio. And now there are certain podcasts that I I literally cannot wait till they come out each and every week. Um, and now the sponsors 
have realized that. And you literally now, if you felt like it, you wouldn't even have to do any stand-up anymore. So what is it like? Because I've heard comedians say, look, I'm a stand-up comic. I need to get back out there. But this is so comfortable being in my basement doing my podcast, too. Uh, you know what? Obviously, I miss doing instant response. At the same time, I've been doing the podcast since 2006. Or, you know, anybody really knew or cared about podcasts. Um, so it's just, you know, I, I, I'm proud of it. I, the most fun thing I've ever done. Uh, I'm glad that people like it. And, you know, like when I used to be at Catchfest, it was, what, what? Watch people do a radio show live. Why would anybody be? And the fans were into it, and then eventually it grew. Um, but I, I, obviously, I want to get back and stand up. But at the same time, I'm very, very grateful technology allows it uh, that I don't have to stress during this time. Um, also, Jimmy Pardo um, dot com, podcast dot com, the merch. Do you wear your own merch? Is that is there a rule against that, or is that like the the thing to do? Uh, you know what? I, I occasionally wear a shirt out in public uh, if I'm running an errand, and I hope nobody asks me about it because I don't want to look like that a-hole that's wearing his own merch. <laughs> um, and uh, if somebody asks me about it, I'll go, well, it's a podcast. Uh, this guy, Jimmy Pardo, hosted. it. like, oh, I'll check that out. And then I run away as quickly as possible. Um, <laughs> but I think we, I, uh, we had masks for a little while uh, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, because of COVID. Uh, and we put in the money to uh, uh, some of the proceeds to uh, the frontline workers. And um, so I'm wearing the mask in that photo to uh, to show that uh, I had that product. Otherwise, I would, no, I would not wear my product because I think that's weird. It's a bit much, yeah. Um, we got a bad connection here, but let me just ask you oh. um, uh, one one more question. Um, you have such a distinct look and you've got those those big eyes and you've got that stare as well so i'm sure when people see you they go oh my gosh you're the guy who do they say when you're the guy what do you get uh, most of the time and are they right uh you know what i used when i was a kid i used to get your are you the guy for meatballs they thought i was chris Makepeace when i was a kid <laughs> um and so much so rick that i literally could be in a mall and i and sign autographs like some girls would come up and go you're the guy for meatballs will you sign this i'd go okay and I, even though I'm going, I'm not him, I'm not him, they would go, oh, you're just saying that. Um, and then as time went on, I got Paul Reiser a little bit. And then now I kind of just got, uh, hey, are you the guy we saw open up for Conan a couple years ago? That's kind of what I get now. So, but Chris Bankpiece, also my bodyguard fame, he had his hair parted down the middle with those, like, almost uh, wet-looking perm. Were you rocking that hairdo? I was not rocking that. I, I listen. It was the seventies. None of us had good good heads of hair, um, uh, but I did not have it parted in the middle. My hair would not. And for the light, Rick, I did. I try to to part it in the middle. My hair wouldn't do it. So I had a bad. I looked like I literally looked like a bad vacuum cleaner salesman shrunk it down into a kid. Like that's how my head looked. That's great. I want to know what the good vacuum cleaner looked like. Uh, so I think that I don't think there is one. I think I think it's uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, it, it's like uh, they just put a mold of a guy and then they go, "You're selling vacuums," and that guy's like, "Well, I don't want to sell vacuums." They go, well, "You've got the head for it, so go do it." There he is, Jimmy Pardo. Follow him on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. But more importantly, go to sfsketchfest.com. Get your tickets. It's the night of a well, countless stars. The thirtieth of this month, five p.m. Pacific, eight p.m. 
on the East Coast. Uh, we just had Bruce McCullough from Kids in the Hall. I mean, Dave Cross, Bob Odenkirk, Mr. Show, uh, Dana Carvey, John Hamm, as he mentioned, it goes on and on and on. Jimmy, thanks for being on. And uh, if we ever get through this pandemic, come on in studio in, in San Francisco. We'd love to have you. I would love to. Sorry for the connection. I don't know what happened there at one point, but uh, uh, hopefully we heard me enough. It's not your fault. Uh, I blame right. myself. All good, I, my man. Good talking I'll blame to society. you. I'll thanks, Rick. Come on back on Sportsbot. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. 
Paid for by Airtime Media. You guys will wear jerseys for teams that you're not even on. <laughs> but you think you're on the team? You'll be like, yeah, last night I guess we just didn't score enough. Last night I guess we just didn't play enough defense. We? The Redskins don't need you. Okay, that's like me watching Grey's Anatomy in Scrubs. getting your granny panties all in a bunch. We got Rick Tittle up in here. Thank you for that. And uh, coming up in about 15 minutes, Warren Sapp will be on the show and then open lines after that. Soccer-wise, when it comes to Europe, which I think we can all agree is where the best soccer players are, maybe not European natives, but if you're any good anywhere in the world, you're going to go to the European teams, pretty much. Now, Pelé never played outside uh, of uh, the Americas, but I'm just saying, for now, if you're any good, you're playing in one of the European leagues. There's a <clears throat> little stat I want to throw at you about the best finishers, um, goal scorers in Europe. And there's a stat for, in the last five years in Europe, about goal scoring opportunities and then goals converted. In other words, shots on goal. The best striker in Europe over the last five years for that is Hyunmin's son with Tottenham at 44%. The next is Harry Kane. In Europe, after that, the list is Messi, Immobile, Mane, Lukaku, Mbappe, Vardy, and Salah. The top two over the last five years, both, Play for my team, Tottenham Hotspur. And yet, no silverware yet, but that is a pretty amazing stat. And so if any Tottenham fan wants to complain, you have the most accurate strikers in all of Europe, both of them, over the last five years, in your front line when they're healthy. Knock on wood. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour with Warren Sapp on the other side. Come on back. <laughs> 